We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Brian has been very upset because he couldn't do the show today. He had to work. We planned around it, and uh, he's an idiot. So, um, so Alex, so I don't know if you heard our show, but Brian has a thing called Brian's Time to Shine. Yeah, I, he has that awesome, pretty intro, right? Yes, that that awesome he made. Intro. I was here when he recorded. It was hilarious. <laughs> and uh, so he's very upset because he couldn't be here. And um, so he, uh, I, I think Brian from way yonder at the supermarket he works at, uh, he will bring us his Brian's Time to Shine. So, Brian, Brian, edit in the imaging. And now it's time for Brian's Time to Shine. Brian's got 60 seconds on the clock. Talk about anything she wants. Here's your co-host, Brian Goings. Goran Dragic is breaking news. Did you hear about it? Have you heard about it? He's making headlines everywhere. Why? Because he's declaring a trade out of Phoenix. And guess who's on his list of top three teams he wants to be in a destination? You guessed it, the Miami Heat, the Lakers, and the Knicks. But forget about the last two. Let's care about the Heat. How can we get him to Miami? Well, I'm going to tell you how. First, you have Reggie Jackson. Then you have Ty Lawson. Then you have every other free agent point guard for this upcoming summer declare that they want to be traded too, which makes the market value point guards during this trade deadline less valuable. So Pat Riley plays his cards right, the Heat have a better chance of waiting till 2.50 p.m. tomorrow at the trade deadline to give up Lou Aldang, maybe a first-round pick in 2017, and Norris Cole. In return, we get an actual point guard. That's what's going to happen tomorrow at 3 p.m. You heard it here first on the Heat Beat. This is, 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 with Giancarlo Nava and Ryan Goins. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Podcast. I'm Giancarlo Navas, and not joining me is Brian Goins. 
I have a replacement, Brian. You're never coming back. <laughs> I am here with my friend Alex Solana. Um, Alex, before you say hi, tell everybody where they can hear you, read you, get your uh, opinions. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at a underscore sol305. You can, um, I guess, read some of my old work along with your work at uh, fusem.com. You can also hear me on 880 AM The Biz every Wednesday night, AC show. So uh, check us out there. Harmless plug there for Anthony Collado. There you go. Yeah. Be on tonight, by the way. Yeah, definitely on tonight. So if so. this is up before 10, uh, check that out every Wednesday at 10 o'clock. You can check out Alex and Anthony Collado. I've gone on the show before. I've plugged it here. So if you guys haven't, they do a really cool show. So welcome. Thank you, man. Welcome. I'm, I'm excited to be here. You called me. Uh, obviously, was super excited to um, – I wanted to be on the show for a while, but <laughs> I promised Alex this for like three yeah. years. <laughs> like since I've been, like, how long have I known you? Like a couple of years already? Yeah, like two and a half like, years. Dude, I've like been that, promising. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you can come on. <laughs> and I've never, never had the opportunity, but uh, hopefully, man, I do a good job. As our listeners know, we have many uh, studio problems, and then today we're um, we're recording in a room that a bunch of tourists have been in. There are suitcases everywhere. There's a PlayStation Four next to Anthony. I mean, Anthony, Alex, God. And uh, so, just for the listeners, you can take a peek into what we're dealing with. There's jackets. I don't know why there are jackets. It's not even cold. I don't know. Were they going somewhere else? No. <laughs> this is here. They're coming to Miami. Hey, even though it's it's getting pretty chilly tonight, man. It's 40, man. It is. It's it was gonna, 40 the other day. Supposedly, according to uh, you know the weather channel, it's going to be like in the, in the mid-30s or the upper 30s tomorrow. So. What are the keys on the weekend, man? <laughs> yeah, you, you're going to be freezing. I just want to let everybody know, I offered Giancarlo a free ticket to Saturday's, ah. Saturday's Heat game to come with me. Against the Pellies. And, yeah, and he said no, to go see Anthony I got to go to the Keys, man. I got to yeah. entertain foreigners. Whatever, man. I got to entertain foreigners. What do you want me to do? Whatever, bro. Oh, man. <laughs> well, speaking of the Heat, um, okay, there's been a lot of stuff going on today. Goron. Um, a lot of Goron Dragic talk. Um. I don't even know where to start other than people on Twitter getting mad at us because I don't want them that bad. I mean, I want them, but I like, I think the ask, I think Dang's too high an asking price. Do you want him? I, I mean, obviously, I, I've wanted Goran Dragic. He's the perfect Miami Heat point guard, I think. He, he fits perfectly into our system, I think so at least. But um, And he shoots the ball well, which I love. Like so, he shoots well. Like, yeah, I think that's what they well. need. Yeah, but um, and our point guards are so bad this season. But to give up Dang for Goran – I don't know, man. I'm just not sure if, if that's even worth it, especially when he's not guaranteed. Next season, he could give us the finger and leave. He could leave us. So is it worth a first-round draft pick or a draft pick and Luol Deng, who has played, I mean, pretty well for us this season, right? Well, let me give you the hypothetical. Let's say he does stay. Let's say he, he's on board to sign five years for something near the max. Does that make you more okay with it or does it deter Because you're making a face. I don't know, man. Goran Dragic, a max player, definitely one of the better point guards in the league. Not top five point guards by any stretch of the means, but definitely, you know, top 15 point guard in this league. He's an all-star in the East, I think. An all-star point guard in the East, if you were I was playing saying, the East. Is he the fourth, would he be the fourth best point guard in the East behind Irving, Wall, and Lowry? I mean, maybe you could throw Jeff Teague in there with the way his team has been playing, but Jeff Teague also could just be a product of the system. I mean, you don't think if you put Goran Dragic and Jeff Teague yeah, in place, very that they're true. not like... Yeah, very true, very true. So, he, he gets top five point guard in the East, I guess we, we, we could both agree with that. If, let's say, in a magical hypothetical world that they get Goran without giving Dang up, is that the third best starting five in the East? It's close, man. Wade, Dragic, uh, Dang, 
Whiteside and Bosch. It's close. It like is. you got to give the Hawks. It, I mean, they're just that that unit plays so well. I, I think I read they're like a plus fifty <laughs> or something. Well, I don't know, dude. What the Hawks are doing this season makes no sense. Sense it that. doesn't make any sense. But besides the fact and of leave, who their coach is, which is really the only reason why it makes sense. If that guy doesn't win Coach of the Year. Oh, like on. that's like, dude. If that guy doesn't win above Steve Kerr, I understand. I understand what, what the talking Hawks are about? doing. I understand what the Those Hawks guys are doing. Think we made Kyle Korver an All Star? <laughs> like so Kyle Korver was running around in an All Star game, and he was draining threes too. <laughs> Yo, it was he awesome. was like the second leading scorer yeah, in the East. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, Brian and I once said that we 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 debated. Now this looks so stupid. We once debated whether the Heat would want Kyle Korver because all he does is shoot. Man, were we wrong? Oh, come on, man! Give me Kyle Korver. He, he kind of reminds me of Jason Capono. He's just so much better. <laughs> Jason Capono reference. You gotta throw him in there every now and then, man. Where, did, where, did Jason Capono retired, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. I saw a video thinking of retired white did. guys. Jason Williams balling up people at the YMCA. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I got. I'm convinced he can still play. Of course, man. I actually know a few people who play with Carlos Arroyo every now and then at the JCC. I hear Carlos Arroyo gets nasty. Oh yeah. Like he he'll does. like he'll hit you and he'll yell in your face. Yeah, and then once he gets mad, he just pulls up from half court and drains everything. It's not even fair. I just, I've witnessed this with my own eyes. Do you people. remember when Carlos Arroyo was a starting point guard for the Heat when in the finals was here? He started he on a final. Fi- no, Mike Bibby started a finals game. Oh, that's true. Oh man, Bibby. Even worse. I think I'd rather have Carlos Arroyo than Mike Bibby. They used to throw out uh, Jamal McGlure, and now we have Hassan. Do you remember Jamal McGlure? Not to get. Not to backtrack too much, but in like 2009, 2010, the big cat, he'd rebound with one hand and then he would even dunk it. He'd close his eyes. Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember. He would put his elbow, like, I forgot who did it. Peekaboo dunk. In the the dunk contest. Uh, uh, Green. Famously. Wasn't it Gerald Green? Yeah, but somebody back in the day did it. And and he made it. I I forgot who it is, but uh, Damon McGlure in a game would do that. He'd get a rebound, cover his eyes, and dunk it. That guy was giant. He's a man. I love Gowski. I love Gowski. He was one of the uh, carousel of big men. See, everybody remembers, like, Gowski sent an I'm like, nah, man, do you, do you remember? Like, they used to throw him out there, like, hey, let's see what you can do. Let me tell you something, man. Gowski, I guess he has some love down here in Miami, but the true big men that I'll always remember, Miami Heat big men, as far as, like, I can remember, besides Zoe, the, the greats obviously remember, but Joel Anthony, Michael Doliak, well, and well. Jamal McGlure. Those three guys, I will always remember. You want to hear a funny Michael Doliak story? <laughs> you know, I have a friend. I'm in how, high school. How do you have a Michael Doliak? No, story? I don't That's know. <laughs> I don't know. I had a friend in high school, and he wanted to meet Udonis Haslam, and he was so excited. We're like in like tenth grade, and he wanted to meet Udonis Haslam, so he's super excited. He's like, I mean, he's in line at a Publix to meet Udonis Haslam, <laughs> and then all of it, you know that white, the bald white uh, security guard that's always with the yeah, Heat. Yeah. So that guy says, "All right, time's up," and he takes Udonis away. And my friend's like, "Wait, wait, Udonis, Udonis." And then all of a sudden comes this Michael Doliak. My friend's like, I don't want – he loud as fuck. I don't want to see Michael Doliak. And, yo, everybody walks out that line of Publix. I feel oh, bad for yeah, Michael Doliak. Come on, man. Michael Doliak, Michael he's, Doliak. A, he's a nice guy. And you contributed pretty well. He won a ring with us, right? Was it him that they'd, um, that they'd ask to mimic Dirk Nowitzki's shot in practice? Was it him? You should never ask any guy to mimic Dirk Nowitzki's shot asked- because – it's never going to happen. I did that. I was shooting around the other day with my friend, and I, I think I was like one for 12 on Dirk fadeaways. That fadeaway is miraculous. By the way, Dirk Nowitzki dunked in an all-star game, and everybody <laughs> Yo, went nuts. He did the Vince Carter. 
<laughs> he did oh, the yeah. Vince Carter. Yeah, uh, the point he yeah, pointed yeah, yeah, up. Yeah, 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 that was that was the best. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Do you like the All Star Game? <sighs> I don't know, man. I mean, it was entertaining. Honestly, it was entertaining. I wanted to watch it, and we follow the NBA so much, you just kind of have to watch it. But I like the All Star Game. In reality, I mean, what what, what do you like about it? Well, it's fun. It, there's no. It, is it fun though? And they're just yeah, running. They're running up and down the court, shooting whatever they want to do, yeah, or doing. Excuse me, doing whatever they want to do, and they just move out of the way for dunks. I it's mean, a guilty pleasure. No, yeah, it's just like it's entertaining for a while, and then you realize without defense, basketball is kind of boring. I watch it every year, and I invite people. <laughs> I don't know, no, and it's bad. And I love like basketball. Like I really love that. And it's just I don't know. It's fun to Wait, watch. Westbrook you're that guy. Around. You have all star. No, game. I don't have parties and shit. Like no, I'll, no, I'll have like uh, I'll call a friend. Like I'll call a couple people. Like my close friends. Like yo, you want to watch the game? Actually, a friend of mine. He's like, I'm not watching all star game. He's crazy. I had another friend tell me he was gonna watch the SNL anniversary. Oh, well, I was about to ask you. Did you watch that, or were you flipping no, back and forth? No, or? I was watching the all star game. <laughs> I was kind of mad though that they made that that they did the SNL 40 year anniversary at the same time. I want to watch it. Yeah, I want to watch that. And now we have to like hustle for the videos on YouTube and like watch them separately. I'm not gonna watch three hours of SNL like on any other time other than when it's on. Like I I thought about recording it and I'm I looked and I'm like I'm not gonna. I mean, would you you sit through three hours of that? Probably not. Probably not. Do you even watch SNL regularly? I like it. Not regularly. Like if if I'm home on a Saturday. And, like, I don't have anything else to do, and I might as well. But typically, if I'm home on a Saturday, I'm, I'm, I have people over, or I have an anime to watch or something. Like, I, If I have nothing to do, I'll watch it. Yeah, I haven't really been uh, watching SNL too much lately. I mean, a few years ago, yeah, a few years ago, it was pretty awesome, man. There's been a drop-off. But, yeah, it has, definitely. And I, I think most people would agree with this. I still like Keenan Thompson, though. That guy's amazing. I'm all about Keenan Thompson. I used to, well, not used to, uh, Nickelodeon randomly shows like Keenan those Kel. old Keenan and yeah, Kel episodes man. or all that. Drake and Josh. All that? Yeah. Drake and Josh is still funny to yeah. this day. We we definitely shouldn't get into a. I like, could do an hour on this. I could do through everybody, <laughs> all, every, anybody our age or our generation we could, could do, do a week of shows. 10, ten hours just oh, talking right. about our old shows and memories because all that Keenan and Kel. Anything on Disney Channel before, like, Some of that stuff six years ago too. was awesome. Some of that stuff holds up. I have another question. And this, it is my guilty pleasure in sports. Not really. I'm, I'm okay with saying I like the Ulster game. I'm a little embarrassed to say I like the celebrity game. Did Come you? on. No, I know. Come it's on. so bad. I got, I, got, I, got, like, I got flame on Twitter. I like it. Deservedly so. Nobody should like the celebrity also. <laughs> yo, game. I look Nobody. at the roster and I call my boy. I was like, yo, you want to come over? So and so is going to oh play. My God. Yo, even worse. Not only do you Boy, have... the year you say Bolt did it, that was appointment television. Yeah, that was pretty good. I went out with a girl and I had to cut her short because I want to watch you say Bolt dunk. <laughs> That's a true story. Jeez. Come on, man. I like All Star Weekend. I don't I like do. the other sports. Also. I, I don't, I've never watched the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl. So- I've never watched the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl is really bad. MLB All-Star Game is pretty bad just because of the way they have it set up where it matters. Because none of these guys are even really taking it serious. But for some reason, it holds so much weight in, in the World Series. I don't think home field advantage matters. <sighs> but I will say that I've watched only one home run derby in my life. I hear hockey All-Star Weekend's fun, but I've never seen it. Well, hockey just in general is awesome because you have big guys on skates with no teeth running into each other and hitting each other. So it's going to be pretty awesome. But uh, I can honestly say I've only watched, like, one uh, NHL All-Star game. And it wasn't as entertaining as, as the NBA. I think the NBA has the most entertaining or All-Star game, Pro Bowl, whatever you want Did you watch it. All-Star Saturday? 
All Star Saturday, I All Star Saturday is fun. Don't I, give me that. I slept through. Give me All Star Saturday's fun. Give it to me. This year was good. The last no, three, man, the four three years. No, hold on, wait. Since Nate Robinson and Dwight Howard like we're not it talking out. about the three peat of Bosch being goat, Bruh. How do you feel about? Is there a better name in sports than Swim Cash? No, there's not. <laughs> yo, nah. yo, I love her name. It's a great name. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. But that that half court shot, Boss Strange. He shoots flat footed jumpers. That's amazing. What? How do you go three for three, three straight uh, half court shots? He switches them three. In Dude, a row. no, they're they're jumpers. He's not heaving it. He's shooting a jump shot. They're flat footed jumpers. That's amazing. So should we just have Bosch stand in the half court now from now is on? Is that a new offense? I was like, is that a set that Maybe. we can run? Maybe, man. I mean, honestly, like you think that like they need a half court shot because they're not going to have time. They're running it for Bosch, right? Of course. Like if they need one for some weird reason. I mean, either it's some Bosch hypothetical or land. Mario Chalmers. I don't know if you remember, but Mario Chalmers and everybody hates Mario Chalmers, so I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for this. But Mario Chalmers go back when we had LeBron even before. He randomly drains half court shots like a lot. I remember in the finals against the Mavs. I do he remember. Made two. He and made against two the first two at right. the end of the half, he did one of those. Mario Chalmers is that guy. You want shooting half court shots, but Chris Bosh has proven that he's fucking money. Have you seen the Mario Chalmers stats? How abysmal they are when he's open. I saw you tweeting about it the other day. And I couldn't believe it. I could not believe how bad those numbers were. I don't even want to get into that because it just makes me depressed. This entire season has just been kind of depressing only because – here's the reason, though, why. Because we had such high hopes for this team. We really did. And I don't know if maybe we were just biased. I mean, obviously we are biased. But we had – and Heat fans just in general had maybe three seed. I even called this a four seed. I guaranteed us a four seed. You called us a three seed. I think I think I – I think it's funny because my wins have precipitately gone down and uh, my win prediction, but dude, Chalmers is shooting 37% on open jumpers. 37% on open jumpers. Like, he's shooting under 30% from three. And to be honest, that's what he's been good at. Now he's actually been a good finisher at the rim. I mean, you've seen the, the intricate finishes he does, but like, I mean, 37% on open jumpers. And, and one of my, one, I think the better set. Chalmers has taken 46 threes that aren't open this season. Last year, he took only 36. So we're only halfway through the season. He took 40. He only took 46. He was only taking 46 open threes. This year, this season, not even over yet. He's taken 46 unopened, so like covered. And, and last season, he only took 36. So that tells you a lot about the shot quality. Of yeah, the that tells you one thing. Uh, LeBron James makes a huge impact. LeBron's good at basketball. <laughs> Hot sports take. Yeah, LeBron James, LeBron's, that guy LeBron's pretty good. No, there are some times that I'm just watching sports, and I'm like, man, that guy's really good. And people sitting next to me like, oh, yeah, really? Because that's all you can say. Like, wow, that guy's good. Do you remember, like, three years ago when the Knicks were kind of good? They were, like, the four seed. And then everybody was sure that we were going to face them in the Eastern Conference Finals. Because oh, the Pacers blew it. Do yeah. you remember the Roy Hibbert block? Melo at the rim. Melo tried to dunk that's it right. for, the, for the lead. That's right. But some people really tried to argue with me that Melo was better than LeBron. It's just like, what are you guys doing? Man? No, but but those people just like you're never gonna like. There are those people that exist. You're not gonna win. Come on, like man. those people that still say Kobe's good. You're not gonna win with those people. Like those, there's people that still to this day think Kobe Bryant could drop forty in an NBA game. Oh right? no, well, I, I my I'll, I'll go as average. far as to say excuse is that me, average forty, average forty. Close friends of mine are saying, and like I'm not, I'm talking about like people that are coaches in basketball. Like I I have a, I was telling you before, my friend is a, co- a basketball coach. 
he knows the game. I mean, he and he swears that Kobe Bryant's still a good basketball player. And I'm like, dude, you're delusional. He's like, no, his team stinks. What do you... He's bad. I actually work with uh, – I, I do coach basketball as well, and I work with three or four guys that played overseas, played in the D League, and these guys know the game well. And let me tell you something. You'd be surprised how many of these guys who know the game think Kobe Bryant is still the best player in the NBA, and they believe it to their bone. They're not even Kobe you, stands. You can't win with those people. Like You understand yeah, like – Yeah, like it just doesn't make any sense to me. How can you think somebody, after playing 17 seasons – Okay, coming off an Achilles heel, and this is before the the labrum. I'm talking at the start of this season, even before the labrum. Kobe Bryant was not going to average 30 points, and there were people who genuinely believed he was going to come back after 17 seasons, a torn uh, meniscus, just meniscus and meniscus? Oh, Achilles. Uh, excuse me, Achilles, and drop 30 points a game. I mean, you were delusional that those people exist. I'm telling you, I've never seen this for an athlete. I, I my that friend's family, they have a picture of their two sons, their daughter, and Kobe Bryant on the refrigerator. You think I'm joking? They have pictures of Kobe Bryant just framed in the house. Like people love this guy, and I'm like, I don't know. I know he's great, but man, like this is the Kobe love. I mean, I like Kobe Bryant. I don't, I don't have anything against him. But by the way, did you see the Ahmad Rashad uh, interview? No, on I NBA read a TV? lot of quotes though. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Wait, let's get into what he said about uh, the CBA was made to stop the Lakers. What? <laughs> what What stopped the Lakers from being good is No, you. wait a second. Let's get into that. The CBA was most definitely made to stop the Heat. It just How do people say it? Like, how does Kobe Bryant say something how like that? How does he believe that? Well, the Lakers haven't been good. He can't really believe that, does he? But he said does that, he? Alex. Like, he said that in, like... Yeah, but don't you think maybe it's just in part... Because uh, he has been under a lot of criticism lately with, you know, how much money he took. And, and obviously, he believes he deserves it. And maybe he does, okay? Maybe everything he's given that organization, he deserves it. But don't be the guy who takes $25 million a year, screws your team over, and then bitches when your team's no good. Because that's that's your fault, man. And a lot of people, a lot of Kobe fans, you know, they, they say, oh, well, he deserves it. And, you know, the team still has money to get good players. But... Tell me why they don't have a good team. Tell me why they can't get good free agents. It's simple because Kobe Bryant makes half of what they can spend. It's simple. Kobe Bryant per game this season and averaging 22 points on, I had to, to double take, 37% shooting. Um, He has the second highest usage rate in the NBA. For those of you who know, usage rate is um, the percentage of plays that your team has that ends in a specific player's Scoring, free throw, turnover, assist, pretty much anything that they end the possession with. Um, so that's, I mean, he's been bad, and that's, he just chucks it up all the time. How many shot? I mean, like, he's, okay, okay, let's play a game. How many field goal attempts do you think Kobe Bryant is averaging this season? Was averaging this season? This, field yeah, goal yeah, attempts, 23? 20. That's amazing. <laughs> the thing is, what do you think his career high is? Career high? Oh, it's got to be 30. 27. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, he averaged, what, 33, I think, one season in, in 08? 33 points? Or no, in, 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 2000, in 2000, the, his career high is 05, 06, which is 27 field goal attempts. Oh, I, I was saying points. Excuse me. Oh, no, no, yeah, he, no. He, he averaged, I think, 33 points a game. So you have to be putting up. He was 35 a, that year. Yeah, and I think he was shooting 48% or 45. 40, oh, 45. Yeah, you're close. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. 
I'm kind of a freak when it comes to to Kobe numbers, but uh, because I like to argue with people because they're just delusional. I mean, right now at this point, you'll have people arguing that Kobe Bryant is still better than LeBron James, and it's just like, dude, come on, guy, like, come on, makes no sense. And uh, Alex is a sports curmudgeon. He gets mad at things. I do. I get. I have a short temper when it comes with uh, stupidity and sports knowledge because. You'd be surprised how many people say shit like that. Oh, it's it's toxic. It's it's everywhere. Yeah. Now I I have another okay. This is, a, this is a new game. It's called Fun with Kobe Numbers. Kobe Bryant has had how many seasons of ten plus free throw attempts? Every season. You think Kobe Bryant has shot over ten free throws every season? Attempts. I mean, doesn't he gets to the line a lot, right? I the mean, not he's not like James Harden who's at the line every other play, but he does. I I. I believe he gets to the line a lot, no? It's only happened three times. Wow. Oh, well, there you go. And and it's happened twice for Dwayne Wade, but Dwayne Wade has had half the career, although I don't see Dwayne Wade having any more 10 free throw attempts. See, that's surprising, though, because... No, I think the Dwayne, Dwayne thing was surprising, because I, I saw that cat, I'm like, Dwayne has to have more. No, it's, it's... But here's the thing. See, earlier on in both of their careers, Dwayne Wade was a similar player to Kobe Bryant. Of course, well, all the Kobe people are going to go nuts. I'll oh, Kobe shoots way you, better. If you look at the free throw numbers, Kobe Bryant had his high field goal attempts in the middle of his career. 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007. Like, that's when he had the high volume 10 plus. Before that, it was 2, 5, 5, 6, Yeah, but eight, who did seven. he play with before? Shaq. Yeah, no. and, and Shaq got to the line a lot as that's well. True. You know, and, and the, well, so the did Dwayne, style of play. But so, so did Dwayne. Well, that's what I'm saying. And it I mean, was a diminished Shaq, but still Shaq in those years. I mean, his 10 free throw attempts came 05, 06, 06, 07 when Shaq was here. And then he had a, a 9.8 and the NV3 season. But, no, I mean, the, the Kobe Bryant thing is funny and, and how we look at that. And I'm not trying to, you know, shade or throw shade at Kobe Bryant, man. That guy's that guy's yeah. legit, man. Oh, you don't think so? No. So are you are you part of the people that say, "Oh, he had Shaq"? And, oh, me and, no. I don't. I don't put him. And it's hard to judge this as not. A, oh, you know what? You know this is the perfect time to unveil our new segment. It's called unpopular sports opinions. I have stolen this from a YouTube show that has a YouTube channel, and they do unpopular gaming opinions. And I thought that'd be fun. To I don't have imaging yet, so I'll get it eventually, audience. Um, okay, my my first unpopular sports opinion. I actually might be really popular with Heat fans. I think Dwayne Wade has had a better career than Kobe Bryant. No, Alex is shaking his head, man. Why do you do that, man? No, because no, and I sound like a homer. I absolutely sound like a homer. I don't have any data. I purposely didn't look at like per and stuff like that. I just feel that Dwayne Wade has been a better player. Well, I think if you looked at, you know, the analytical side of it, you might have an argument with Dwayne Wade. I didn't want better. to be right that way. I just wanted to be reckless and, and well, irresponsible. Well, thank, thankfully, you know, Charles Barkley doesn't listen to the show anyway, so uh, <laughs> we, won't have to, we won't have to deal with that. But uh, Did you see, hold on, did you see George Carl in his press conference yesterday? Pretty, he's like, yeah, pretty much uh, everything I do is focused around analytics. Like, That's dude, that was great. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh man. Okay, so that that's my first unpopular sport. But do you want you want to rebut that cuz you didn't look very happy when I said I mean, that. look, I'm not the the biggest Kobe Bryant fan. Obviously, I'm more of a D-Wade so fan. So you don't agree with me. I don't agree with you at all. Okay. I mean, Kobe Bryant has five rings, whether he won them with Shaq and with Gasol and So we're going to do the rings thing with a Z? I mean, what what else do you want to do here? I mean, just 
the body of his career and how Kobe's just been like that guy on a bad team for the last couple years and and yeah, even but in the what middle. What about D Wade, man? And and you have to remember, Kobe Bryant plays in the West. Kobe Bryant plays for the Lakers. He came out of high school, and the things he was able to do is just miraculous. And then yeah, he had four or five seasons where after Shaq left, where he was just putting up ridiculous amounts of points, and his team was doing shitty, but. Still made the playoffs I will in say the that West. Kobe's stats, Kobe's career stats are amazing. Yeah. Like, I, I will, I will give him that. I just feel and D Wade, D Wade is never gonna be top five scoring. D Wade is never gonna be, you know, at his like, best at their both at their best. Dwayne Wade's very best and Kobe Bryant's very best. Who would you take? Don't make me answer. I'm that, asking. Man. Like, don't be make honest. me answer that. You can ask. You could be. This is a safe space. Like, this is a safe area. I don't know, man. That's tough. And that's that's what I do there. I think at the peak of their powers, at their very very best. I think you gotta go Kobe, man. I think Seriously. you gotta go Dwayne. I think that I think Dwayne, and I know Kobe was a good defender, and I I just thought that that Dwayne peaked athletically more than Kobe ever was. He had bounce. He was strong. Yeah, but here's the thing, Kobe Bryant, seventeen seasons. You you know what I'm saying? Like Dwayne Wade never had that stretch where for eight seasons in a row. Or for, you know, for the first eight well, seasons Wade's of his had career, half the career that Kobe has. But, but why though? Because of injuries. Dwayne well, no, no, Wade no, no but, but I mean, he hasn't prone. played that. Like, he hasn't been around that long. Like, I mean, if you look, and he won't be though. That, and that's that's why I got, he's I have had two seasons under twenty points a game. One of them was his rookie year, and the other was when he played next to LeBron. Uh, like when when other guys were eating points, he's and that year that he averaged nineteen, he averaged forty five percent shooting. Uh, fifty four fifty four percent shooting. It's tough, man, and and here's another unpopular sports opinion in this room right here. Uh, I think James Harden, when it's all said and done, will be in that conversation with Wade. And and funny that you say that. A month ago, a month ago, one month ago, we would have had that conversation, and you would have said that. What I just said, I would have been laughing in your no, face. No, no, hold on, wait a second, because I hated him. But this is a perfect time to unveil my second unpopular sports opinion. We audience, I swear, did we not plan this? I think James Harden's overrated. A month of a month ago, I would have agreed with you a hundred percent. I would have argued to the death with any James Harden fan. But oh man, that guy is good, man. No, and I don't like I don't like how he doesn't shoot. Or this is the only season he's ever shot above forty five percent. You know, I I don't like that. I like efficient players because right. ba- efficiency in basketball, I believe, is one of the most important factors to being good, to being successful. But but, but for James Harden, in terms of efficiency, he is efficient because he shoots so many free throws because. Of, when you, if you talk to analytics guys, they'll tell you field goal percentage is kind of like it's a mirage. It's not really important, especially when he's taking. If you look at the points he scores, he'll score like thirty six points on twelve shots. Like he'll miss more than half of those shots, but he'll still score thirty six points on twelve because he's getting so many free throws. So like this idea of James Harden is inefficient because of shooting. He he will be inefficient in a couple of years when he can't get to the rim, and that's why I think he's tremendously overrated. That. I wouldn't. I don't know how many more years of future I would mortgage on James Harden when, when that athleticism. Like we all knew that Dwayne's athleticism was going to go at some point, but I think we were all confident because he had a post game, because he was a smart player, because he did have a mid range jump shot that he would be able to elongate it. Dwayne Wade has old man game at this point. Yeah. Are you confident James Harden's going to be able to do that? I'm not confident at all, but that's something that Kobe Bryant also did. Kobe Bryant changed his game. He got better at his footwork. He developed that post game. He developed that mid-range jumper, and he shoots the three. Not maybe not super consistently, but 
a lot more consistently than Dwayne Wade. So no, and and Dwayne Wade has not been a good three point shooter and and stuff like that. But also, I think I don't know if people remember this, but James Harden was not is not a good defender. He's actually gotten a bit here, but but I just think that when the A's is going to hit him, it's going to hit him harder than the other guys. Yeah, it's possible, but what His does game, help him? What does help him is he's a better shooter than the other two guys in my eyes. At least, I mean, just he's wet, man. Like pure shooter, he's better than Kobe and D Wade. I believe so. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, I'm not. I'm. We can all be wrong, but uh, in my eyes, what James Harden is doing this season is miraculous. I think he's going to win MVP. Hands down, I think he's going to win MVP. What he's doing without Dwight Howard, I mean, that team is not that good. If you look at their pieces right now, okay. They got they lost Chandler Parsons, which was huge in my I, I think so. Dwight Howard has been hurt the last six weeks. James Harden is playing with Corey Brewer down the stretch, Papa Nicolau. I mean, and those guys and those guys are solid contributors, solid role players. But when you look at the rest of the West, I mean, look at the Warriors, look at that team, look at Memphis. I mean, those those teams are great teams. The Rockets are not a great team, and that's why I understand why Charles Barkley, you know, says that they're not built. To, to win a championship, and I, I don't necessarily agree with that. However, I understand where he's getting at because when you just have two guys and you have to go against great teams, it's tough, man. It really is. I just know that I know it becomes a little more difficult in the playoffs because he's so reliant on free throws and refs tend to – I mean, although I'm looking at his playoff numbers, 2012-2013, uh, uh, he shot 11 free throws a game in the playoffs. So obviously he is, and he, he does shoot a lot of free throws, but I think toward the end of a game maybe it's a little different. I, that's be my only criticism, but that's not. I mean, that's to be honest, that's a stupid criticism. You take too many free throws, <laughs> like. Uh, but man, I I just think he's a little overrated. I, and again, I would have agreed with you, man. Maybe even less than a month ago. Maybe he's like, a good player, maybe and like I've, a month, I've a week really ago, I've had to eat it on James Harden because I, I said he wasn't any good when they got him. I said there's, I I, I he's a very good player. And not to take away from him, and you know what, he might win MVP. And you know, people are saying that we're in such a gifted time in basketball. I don't know if we are. No, oh, I want I want you to I, I want you to really think about other eras of basketball. If you look at the eighties, the nineties, how like that was really just transcendent stars. And then you look at the early two thousands where like Kevin Garnett and Dirk Nowitzki and Kobe Bryant were winning MVP, Steve Nash, all time greats. We're right now in an era that Derrick Rose and James Harden are going to win two of the four MVPs available. Yeah, but come on. D. But Rose like, did not deserve that MVP. I think I think we're in an era where athleticism is now catching up to I think the, to, to skill. I think there are more good players than ever, but the top is not as good as it's been in recent years. Like the very the top of the top, like Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Kevin Durant are the three best players in the league. I know that maybe Harden's having a spectacular year, and so is Steph Curry, but I'd, I'd have them maybe four and five. I'm not ready to put them up there yet, but, like, those guys aren't going to be all-time greats. They're going to be good players, but I don't think they're going to be remembered as all-time all-time greats. Who, James Harden and, Curry. and Steph Curry? Curry might be remembered for the shooting. I mean, we're doing such a sports show today. Oh, my God. We did Kobe debate. <laughs> we did, like, three minutes on court tragic. <laughs> I was no, it hit me. It was like, what are we doing? But we're not, we're not gonna get Goron. Like, <laughs> it's just the truth, and I, I want to believe I'm wrong, but man, Pat Riley's not stupid. He's not giving up a first round draft pick and Luol Deng. It just I don't care about the no first sense. round pick, but I think people like don't care about 2016. I was like, we're more like this is what they decided that they're gonna do. Like, 
they've planned for 2016. Like, that's what they put everything into. Why would they jeopardize that? Yeah, wasn't uh, one of Riley's quotes was, what we did in 2010 doesn't even compare to what we can do in 2016. When he's saying that, that means he has plans. I'm not saying he has things in place already, but he has plans. He has a vision for what he can do in 2016. And if he's already said that, I don't think he's going to eat his words and go get Goran Dragic and next season pay him in the offseason, overpay for him. So that's what's going to end up happening and, and screw us out of the 2016. They're going to have to overpay for him. Well, that, that's what happened. Yeah, but that, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with overpaying. But you can't overpay for two guys. No, agree. Agreed. A hundred percent. But I'm fine with overpaying for Hassan because that role, that that center position, is so valuable right now, man. There's not any great centers, and what we've seen from Hassan Whiteside right now, I'm not saying he's going to be an all-time great or a legend, but he's going to be an impact player in this in this league, a force in this league. And I think we need to pay for him. I think we need to keep him here. Heat fans love him. We found him. We gave him that first chance. He apparently loves us. He loves uh, Isla Murata or wherever the hell he was oh, vacationing. I, that, 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 you know, that's where I'm going. That's why I can't go to the Pellies game with you. Yeah, so um, Man. I think we're going to have to end up overpaying for him. And free agency is tough because that's where you overpay players. You overpay in, in free agency, and you don't want to have two max contracts on your hands. You don't want to have to do that going into 2016. Gonna have Gor- you want to know some of the names that are going to be available in free agency in 2016? We know Kevin Durant, Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis. Yeah, um, but they're not going anywhere. I don't. I don't see them moving. I, would, I see. I see Dwight Howard maybe moving because why would Dwight, it's Dwight Howard, Howard if, but, they, if they don't win this year and next year? What? I mean, I they've, see Dwight they've had first but. round exits. If they continue to have first round exits, why would Dwight Howard stay there when? It's a, and then if this is available, and, and and also Anthony Davis would be a restricted. But Anthony Davis is a restricted free agent. Well, he is a restricted free agent. I, I, read, I read unrestricted. Anthony Davis is going to expect a restricted contract. Yeah, Anthony Davis. Move, is not, moving he's on. Not going anywhere. Moving on. But I mean, there and also we forget about the 2015 guys that might sign a one-year deal, like LeBron has said he's going to do to get the 2016 money. And there's going to be a lot of guys. Goran Dragic might be one of those guys. Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, I know that. Um, I think uh, Marcus Sol is also Marcus a free Sol agent. Is also a guy. Yeah. Um, Mike, maybe Mike Conley. There, there's a lot Mike of guys. Mike Conley is a 2016 free agent. Right. There's a lot there's of guys. Be a lot of guys. By the way, Mike Conley. If Marcus Sol leaves, Mike Conley's leaving. I believe so. Unless Memphis, you know, gives him a max, which I don't, I don't see happening, just because he's in, kind Memphis. of in the decline of his career. He's still great. I'm not, I'm not shitting and, and on Memphis him at all. Memphis is but. run by different people that gave Rudy Gay a max. It's now it's Hollinger. And did you guys. see? Did you see that that post the other day that the top five paid players right now in the NBA are is like Gilbert Arena still on the list? No, no. It's Damn it! I love that. I love checking that list every year and seeing Gilbert Arenas on that list. Gilbert Arenas hasn't played in like seven seasons, but I think he, he was still getting paid max money like two seasons. I ago. thought Ricky Rubio was going to be a free agent. Oh, I was wrong about that. That's a guy I like. You like Rubio? I really like Rubio. Really? Yeah, he's fun. Yeah, he can't shoot, though. He can't shoot. But he's but fun. That pass he made against us. I don't even want to think of that game, nor that is guy, Cole. That guy's – oh, man. We made fun of the, the, the that poor the, – the. do you hate Norris? Because, like, the fan base has turned on Norris in a way that's, like, funny and kind of sad. I don't know, man. I, I have, like, a soft spot for all the guys I on our team too. this season. Like, I don't want to see – like, I don't care about Napier. Napier does not – I'm, I'm mad at those people looking at you, Jack Alphonse, on Twitter. Like, 
Alfonso, you're my, I know you're my boy, but like Napier's not an NBA player. I don't know. You agree? Because I, I look at him on the floor and I'm just like that guy. Some days he looks like he might belong, and just other days like that. Sometimes he looks great. Sometimes he looks confident in his shot. He's knocking down his shot. He looks like he can run the offense well. But that stretch where he was starting games, and I guess we'll see now what what Spo does if, if he's going to keep him in the starting lineup coming back from the All Star break, which I, I hope to God not. But he just looks a bit like brutal. I think Chalmers is going to be the one to start. <laughs> oh boy, whatever. Well, they don't and, have any guard options. Yeah, man. People people are really shitting on the Miami Guards this season. And, um, Miami what? The Miami Guards. Oh, I think you said Miami Gardens. No, no Miami Guard. The Miami Guards this season. There's their, their season. Yeah. No. Yeah. And uh, Heat fans this season of just, you guys are pissing me off because you guys aren't happy with anything, okay? Like, we <laughs> lost the best player in the <laughs> world. The, sports the, be- the best player in, in the past two decades, okay? We lost him. And. Yeah, I expected us to be great too, but I understand why we're not great. I understand how difficult it is to lose LeBron and still be great. Such a homer saying we. The Heat. Excuse me. Oh, it's okay. Keep going. Whatever, man. No, they're, they're, I'm a Heat they're fan. They're a party, man. Whatever. It is Heat beat Miami, all right, man? I, I am. I am. I am. I am neutral. <laughs> Don't tell people what's in my room. <laughs> but uh, I, I have the championship newspapers hung up and framed. But, you know, we have people hating on Bosch and, and saying he's not giving effort. Mike Ryan the other day was saying, you know, he's not giving effort. That guy effort. didn't answer my DMs. I wanted to come on the Levitard show, and I emailed him, and he never answered me after. He's like, let me read your story. And you're like, that guy. No, hold on. I forgot about the rib injury. Like, what do you make of that? Like, Well, that was Juwan Howard, right? That came out. Yeah, that leaked that. Yeah, but whatever, man. I, Bosch. That would explain a been, lot. He, no, but uh, I don't think we need that to explain. I don't think we need an explanation or an excuse. You know, it's Chris Bosch. Who who does he have around him? I mean, Luol Deng has been hurt a lot. Chris Bosch has been hurt a lot. Hassan Weiss has been hurt. Obviously, Dwayne Wade has been hurt. Look at all the different lineups. He's I been hurt. Had, I think through 30 games, we had 19 different lineups or something like that. I mean, that if you really think about that, and I'm not trying to create excuses for this team. We have not played how we should have been playing. We have not, you know definitely not exceeded expectations we haven't even gotten close to expectations oh my God, you're ron rossi you, but you, you you talk like ron rossi saying the we and just keep going keep going oh man whatever man keep going. but um you know it, it's tough it's tough when you have so many different lineups have you it seen really when chris is out there and like he'll cut like he i think he leads the league in elbow touches so he catches the ball in the elbow immediately gets a defender on him makes a pass to an open guy does not take an open shot then dribbles around into a guy that's bigger than him and throws up a wild layup I, can, I mean, if I had a dollar for every time that happened, like, and that happens all the time, and then and then I I tweet out or I say like, what do you want Chris to do? Like, he gets the second defender, makes the pass, and what? And then at the end of the game, he's had the whole experience of that happening, and he's there out, he's out there taking bad shots. Like, I don't know what you want from him. Like, listen, you want to know how delusional Heat fans are? They're they're pretty I, bad. I made I, I don't know um. Uh, if you've ever mentioned him on the show, but Oscar Baldazon, somebody we know and, and love, he's our boy. I, I like to call him my boy. Uh, worked with him at Fusum. He made after we started three zero. He made a hundred dollar bet with me in the line at Moe's at BBC of FIU that the Miami Heat will end up with a better record than the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, you took the Rick and Ross bet? Of course, I took that bet. In Is a he second. gonna pay up? 
No, I'm not gonna make him pay. I, oh, I you're bad. a good friend. I feel bad because that's such a that's such a shitty bet for him. Like, why would he ever do that? He got caught in the moment. James Ennis was dunking everywhere, stealing balls. I was there and, that day. Yeah, and and come on, man. Like, we we have to just take a step down and and realize the Cavs are good and leave them. It, it's just the truth. And the Heat this season, eh, whatever. Well, actually, I, and I want to close out the show by asking you if they're gonna get all their guys back. What do you expect them to? I don't know, man. It, 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 the Heat, right? Yeah. If if we pull off this Goran Dragic trade. No, no, no. Forget the trade. Forget the if trade. They're going to bring those guys back. Like same team. Same, same team. team, except they're going to be able to play with Dwayne, Dang, Chalmers, Whiteside, and Bosch. Healthy. Together. I think we healthy. make the playoffs. And I think if healthy in the playoffs, I think we can win a first-round game uh, uh, um, matchup. Honestly, not against the Hawks. But I think anybody else, I think we have a good chance. To, especially with Whiteside healthy, you know, clog up the paint, just stretch out games. I don't know, man. I think we have a chance to win. Not not a deep playoff run, but maybe a first round win. Maybe you don't well, think so? No, I I honestly do think, and I actually want to talk about the health situation, particularly Dwayne. Dwayne leads like everybody on that team in assists. Like again, I think I tweeted out, Dwayne Wade has barely played with Hassan Whiteside, and he leads the team in assists to Hassan Whiteside. And Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade leads it with 49. Um, Chalmers is the next closer with 45, and then there's nobody else around that. But Dwayne's barely played, and you can see how much Dwayne facilitates the offense. He has, we talked about usage rate before, he has the third highest usage rate in the league. Like, they're very dependent on him. And without him, you know, so I want to see what they're going to look like with him. And and I actually want to ask you, when you see Dwayne and Hassan play, and, and I think that that pick and roll that they have is like game changing, like severely on the offensive end. Just like, especially when Dang's in the game or they have a shooter in that corner, they run that pick and roll. They force a guy to help off the shooter. Dwayne's good enough to make that decision. That's a game changer for me. Like just that play alone, that pick and because they're bad at pick and rolls now. It, come on, man! It, it just. I don't even no, know. Hold on. You, for the audience doesn't know, like Alex, like this is exactly how, and I'm so glad that we brought Alex in. For those of you who listen regularly, like you can tell Brian and I have been depressed. And this just, this was weighed down on Alex. That he doesn't even know what to say. And he's just, he's looking at the microphone, meekly looking down. I, I how know, sad do I look right now? You look, yeah, you look sad. Not the happiest, well, but like. It's, it's tough, you know, I've not, not to like brag, but I've been a season t- my, my I've been fortunate enough to have season tickets. I've been going to Heat games. Humble brag. <laughs> kidding. For the past literally no, Alex, years. No, Alex of my life. really cares about the team. And Alex, and, when Alex and I used and to do FIU radio it. in the morning, uh, he'd come in and he'd blast something that somebody would say on ES. He was, he was passionate, man. Alex cares now. He just looks, I brought him down. We were having so much fun talking how did, about Jamal How did we McClure. not get fired? Uh, off off the radiate FM because we literally go in and they'd be like, oh, you have to talk 45 minutes FIU. and That was we, so we funny. Talked, we totally didn't. We we never talked FIU. I there think were some really <laughs> slow sports days that we would not. We never, ever talked FIU. How do you want us to talk FIU when we had LeBron James? Oh, so of like, course. And then, like, there was, like, stuff going on. And, like, we they used to get mad at, at, at our – I mean, we've had them – I re-aired the interview. We had Eric Reed on and uh, Jose Pineda. Those guys are nice. 
Dude, we, they gave we, us a lot of time. We got bitched at for bringing on awesome guests. Like, think because they weren't FIU related. I like, had go to Amari Stoudemire booked, and they told me no. Like, think think about what Giancarlo just Amari said. Amari Stoudemire. I had Amari Stoudemire booked, and I had to call the Knicks and say no. I was so mad. No, because, thank you. Because he's one of the few Jewish players in the NBA. I was so excited. Oh, that's right. And I was, yes, he's, I was, a, he's a Jew. I've never, I'm Jewish too. I've, I never, know. I've never met a black Jew. So I was so excited to just talk to him. About being Jewish. And, about, about how I would have loved to ask About him. how it is living in New York, being Jewish. Obviously, he's not there anymore. But it just would have been awesome, you know. And, and then they told us, oh, no, he's not FIU related. Like, what the hell with FIU? We have Amari Stoudemire, an NBA player. I was working on Ricky Rubio. We could have had a little Spanish connection. And I had some tennis guests lined up. And they told me no. And that made me sad. Like, how Alex is about to heat. That's how I got. I was... Look, looked up the list of highest paid players right now in the NBA. Kobe Bryant is one. Amari Stoudemire is two. Joe Johnson is three. <laughs> seven time All-Star Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson, by the way, balls at the Sunset LA Fitness and he dunks on Are people. you serious? Yes, witnessed it with my own eyes. Carmelo Anthony is four and Dwight Howard is five. The one on Sunset Drive and uh and uh, Sunset Place, I'm pretty sure. Or, oh, really? or, or maybe the one in Brickle. But yeah. Joe Johnson, Joe Johnson. balling out in LA Fitness. Nobody knows who he is. No, they know. No, people in Miami know who that guy is? I mean, maybe the, the avid basketball fan knows. Probably everybody else just thinks he's a really athletic black guy. <laughs> I mean, like, if he's, like, I know what Joe Johnson is, but I think if Joe Johnson's standing behind, like, somebody at a Starbucks there, I don't think Joe Johnson is. That's because we're, we're sickos and we love we're, the NBA too much. Yeah, no, but Miami doesn't do, like, the mild star well. No, we don't. So, I kind of want to, before, you know, we run out of time here, and I don't want to take over the show here. I don't want to commandeer this, this, but, wheel. yeah, but, uh, I really wanted to get to our um, more unpopular sports opinions. Brian's going to get jealous because Brian never gets to take the steering wheel. Yeah. I'm down. Okay, what, do you, what else you got? What my else bad. you got? My bad. No, we're all but, over. Uh, we're all, what, what, what do you got? So, I want to do a four-point line in basketball. A lot of people hate you that wanna idea. You want to do the four-point line. A lot of people hate that idea. And I'm not saying, you know, I, I want it to happen. But I kind of like the idea of not adding another line. But if you make a shot from beyond half court, that's a four-pointer. I kind of like that. And, and here's why. Because it would add kind of like a – Another, I don't know, maybe like a strategy to the game where if you're down by four, bring in a guy who's nasty at shooting from half what, court. Like a what kicker? about like, kick. yeah, man, like a specialist, like don't a long think, snapper. Don't you think how awesome would <laughs> no, those half court wouldn't. shots be if you're down by four and you, you make a half court shot to tie the game, or you're down by three and you make a half court shot to win the game by one? Alex, I think you're making like Mario basketball. I think that's what you're doing. Isn't this unpopular sports opinion segment? Yeah, I know, I know. And people hate no, this. No, I'm, I'm rebutting. Yeah, I'm rebutting. Yeah. I mean, that's better than my James Harden is, is overrated, though. Yeah. That's a stupid opinion. And, uh, but I own it. My last one, Kevin Durant. Shut up, man. Whoa, 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 whoa. I love, hold on, wait a second. I love new Kevin Durant. Have you seen what he said I, today? I, I'm all about what he's doing. In the G, you, you saw what he said about, uh, um, obviously, everybody that listens, I'm sure, is on Twitter. And you've seen the You're the Real MVP meme of him. Did you see what he said today? No, what did he say? Today, he, um, the, the article hasn't come out yet, but he did an interview with GQ. Yeah, I saw and that. And he did a lot of talking in that interview, okay? And he talked about the whole media thing, blah, 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 whatever. I don't even care about that, though, because if he wants to pull Marshawn Lynch, I'm fine with that. That's you okay. go ahead. That's not what I'm talking about here, okay, people? What I'm talking about is they asked him about the meme, and they said, you know, do you think it's funny? And he goes, I was like, man, that was a real emotional moment for me. And you making a joke about it? Damn, y'all don't believe, really believe in shit. You don't have no morals or nothing. 
you don't care about nothing but just making fun. I was serious as hell saying that. You know what I'm saying? That's Kevin Durant talking about a meme. <laughs> like, dude, over it. come no, on, man. Over it. I like Angry Durant. That's going to be for my sister does not know anything about basketball. She knows you the real MVP. That's hilarious. Dude, like, come on, man. That's hilarious. That's never not going to be funny. He's stuck with that. Yeah, that's it. He's but stuck he, with it. I, you know, and, and I, I, I mean, as you know, Russell Westbrook is like the best thing in the world to me. And Kevin Durant has always been the boring guy. Although I like new and improved angry Durant. Stuff like that and not liking the name Slim Reaper. Get over yourself. Yeah, what, what was that? What was his nickname again? Slim Reaper. Awesome. He is pretty it. awesome. I was like, dude, get over it. Get so over if you don't like being called Slim, bulk up, man. And he was really self-conscious about it, apparently. I think uh, Levitard interviewed him on the television show. But you like new angry Kevin Durant? I like angry Kevin Durant. I mean, I, I think it's stupid what he's doing as far as, you know, trying to kind of ridicule the media. And, and You think it's stupid? I think it's funny. I, no, no, no. I, I'm all for it, man. If you want to do that, I think what Marshall Lynch was doing was awesome. He's I not as it. good at it as Westbrook, though. Have you no. seen what Westbrook does? Westbrook, I think he told the guy, I don't like you, the, the guy who's in <laughs> Come on, this is hilarious. Yeah, no, it's I don't like you. Though. Why? Because you're stupid. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, I'm all for it. If you want to you wanna shit on the media, I'm all for We're it. We're the media and we don't care. Nah, but, dude, hey, come on, man. Like, it's it's funny, man. What the media does to these guys, honestly, they're manipulative. And sometimes they, they do, you know, make them say the wrong thing. So I understand why you can have I wouldn't like the media. media if I was an athlete. Why the hell would I like the media? Let me tell you something, though, man. It's going to come back to bite him at some point because if you look at Dwayne, guys like Dwayne Wade, not to be biased, but look at Dwayne Wade. The guy works with the media to promote either his they brand. Don't, they or, don't like him, though. The media. I don't think the media particularly likes Dwayne Wade. I don't know if they like him, but he knows how to work because the media. Because I was going to well, say, and, and Dwayne Wade has been great to the media. Like, better than LeBron ever was. And the media loves LeBron. Better than all these guys. And I don't think the media, I don't think he's liked very much. I wouldn't say he's not liked per se. I just, you know, I don't think he's one of the, the favorites, you know. Because he's not a guy NBA. that gives cliche sports opinion. Like, he'll say stuff. Like, if you, like, Dwayne in interviews will say things. Like, it's not like he's giving you the runaround answer like Duran always did and Derrick Rose does. But they love, De- the media loves Derrick Rose. And they don't like Dwayne Wade. At least that's how I, I experience it. People just don't like Miami. Well, I think that's it, too. I just think that the uniform he wears, I think if he had played somewhere else. But. Maybe, yeah, if you play in Chicago or something like that, they'd like him more. But uh, I, I think, you know, you could use the media, you know, to benefit yourself as an NBA player, to get your brand out there, to get your name out there. And I think, you know, this whole pity-pouty shit that, that Durant's doing, it's going to come back to bite him eventually. I mean, he has, what, this guy has 10, maybe 12 seasons left in the NBA. So what, for the next 12 seasons, 12 years, you're going to be mad at the media? Like, dude, think about that. Like, fun. is there a precedent for that? I guess Iverson was Iverson like that. Was Iverson surly? I mean, yeah, like, sure, Marshawn Lynch. You know, it's awesome, but he'll be but, out of the but league in, in three basketball. Years. Is there a precedent? Because I mean, I guess the Marshawn Lynch precedent would be Ricky Williams, although Ricky Williams wasn't mean about it. But I the answer. But in basketball, is there a? Pre- I mean, I'm asking because I don't remember. Right, yeah. You know, and I, I was I mean, too young to care was, about Allen Iverson's coverage. Was AI? really, you know, about the media, or was it more with David Stern, you know, clashing heads about what he could wear and what he couldn't wear? And I just think he was, like, a culture shark. I don't know if he was bad with the media. Yeah, I think the media might have liked them, especially that whole practice shit. I In mean, the last 15 years, I can't think of a guy that, that In the NBA, been surly with the media like Rashid? that. Rashid? Rashid Wallace, maybe? But I think everybody liked to talk to Rashid because yeah. she will say stuff. Like, yeah. Durant just seems angry at people now. Westbrook, too. 
They don't like them. They're not going to stay there, are they? No. Well, do you think you think Miami has a chance of Surly getting Surly Durant? No, I don't. I don't think anybody besides. I honestly, what's this thing about them? I mean, I don't understand what's the appeal of Washington. Is his hometown? Yeah, it's his hometown. You guys really want to go home? Like I. Like, well, I mean, that's another thing he covered in that. I guess that we have to. We're promoting the GQ thing because uh, now I gotta read it. Yeah, well, you know, he said it hasn't even come out yet, but the quotes came out, and he said that there's a lot of pressure of people, you know, trying to get stuff from him in Washington. I don't think that guys, and I think Chris Bosh has talked about that. Like going home's not as fun as you think. LeBron's a little different because LeBron's in a, in a in a certain position of power that I think is unique and rare to him, especially in, in organizational control. But like. I, Chris Bosh never went home, and and I don't think he ever really wanted to. He's from Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah. And I know he, Texas is home, and I, I still think he used to use some of his leverage. I don't think he wants to go home. No, but but guys particularly don't like to go home, um, for the most part. So I, it'd be interesting. Like the Heat are gonna have a lot of money, man. And if he doesn't want to go home, and if he's not gonna stay there, that's why this jeopardizing of 2016. Like you can't play with that. Like you can get two generational talents. Three, if you count Dwayne Wade. Four, if you count Shaq. Like, if you can get four generational talents in a 15-year span. Well, I mean, you saw what Mickey Harrison tweeted out the other day. Took control of this organization, what, 15 years ago, I think it was? And nobody besides the Lakers and... Who, the Spurs and the Heat. The Spurs, right. The Lakers and the Spurs have won more games Lakers. out of the Heat. So, it's been us three. Lakers, Spurs, Heat, and I think the past... 15 years as well. Nobody has been in the, uh, the finals has either had the Lakers, Spurs, or Heat in every final since. So, I, I one of my favorite stats is I think that um, I think every finals since 1999 has had Tim Duncan, Dwayne Wade, or Kobe Bryant. <laughs> those are those three players have been in every single finals since 1999. That's awesome, man. Those two. That's awesome. That, I, that's crazy. you know you're saying you know maybe we don't live in. The golden age of basketball, but I don't know, man. Uh, basketball for me, no, growing I, up, has I been think, awesome. I think that we live in a in um. I think this particular time in sports, just because all the athletes, even maybe not so much baseball, but like baseball's dying, man. Yeah, it is. That's it. I mean, soccer. I mean, if you look at Messi, Ronaldo, dude, they, every week somebody new is leading La Liga in all time goals. Like it's crazy. And then in tennis, I've never seen anybody like Roger Federer and Rafael, and even Djokovic. And then we have these guys in basketball that are just LeBron James and Kevin Durant and Dwayne Wade in his prime and Kobe Bryant of a couple of years ago. Like, it's just a lot of generational football, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady being amazing. And then, you know, who the hell was Marshawn Lynch three years ago? And now he's like. Some people call him the best running, which he's not. Well, he's but not. Some but, like, he's really, really, no, really, he really good. He is. Yes. And he was just a guy a couple of years ago. So, like, I mean, it's it's a it's a fortunate time in sports. It's, it's just chances we can get Marshawn Lynch on the show. <laughs> you know, I want to close up the show with one stat. I I've kept a page of assist Chris Bosh assists by. I forgot this guy even played for the Heat. Shannon Brown has won. Shannon Brown. Oh, sure. I call that. I twice. I said that was a stupid high. Dude, every. I don't know how people thought that was a great pickup. Like Shannon Brown, he had I think Kobe got hurt uh, in 2009 or something, and for a stretch, Shannon Brown filled in nicely. Then he got that big, that big con- or big, not really big, but a good contract in Phoenix, right? And pretty much after that, 
he just died out. I mean, it's 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 amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, no, no. Well, that, that that's pretty much the show, man. I mean, it's been it's been real to have you on. Did you have you have fun? I had fun. Did I suck? No, no. Yeah, we did an hour. That was a long. That's that's probably one of the long. Brian's gonna get so pissed. We never go an hour. Yeah, your shows are usually like thirty-five minutes. <laughs> He's gonna kill us. Was it really an hour? He was fifty-seven minutes and counting. Yeah. So thank you all very much for listening, for tuning in. We'll probably have another show very shortly after, after the trade deadline, if the Heat do anything. Thank you again um, for for having me on. No, tell everybody it. where they can find you. Oh yeah, uh, a underscore s o l three o five a s o l three o five on Twitter. Um, again, a eighty a m the biz every Wednesday night. Check us out if you want to. Giancarlo comes on a lot. We love having him on. Uh, we're a Miami-based show. Just like it's this, a fun so, show. Uh, I'll be honest with you. The, 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 yeah. It's a bunch of guys, and it's a bunch of guys talking about sports, and they have fun. Like, they're all yeah. friends. And, and uh, so it's pretty cool. So uh, thank you again, man. I really yeah, appreciate no it. Problem. And if I, if you think I sucked, let me know. Tweet me. I love I love arguing with people <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> no, man, you were great. It's like old times, man. It's been a while. Yeah. All right, guys. So until next time.